My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beholding. I'm Johan, and I'm happy that you joined me today. So today, I actually wanted to take a moment to dedicate this episode to someone. Uh, My Uncle Curtis recently passed away at the age of 46 from COVID-19, and he was a big influence on my life, more like a brother than an uncle, being only 46 years old. He inspired me to write songs and really provoked me to follow Jesus. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to him. And actually, while he was getting treatment in the hospital, he was listening to this podcast and he said it brought him comfort and he felt the Holy Spirit stepping into his room. So that was really encouraging. And now Curtis stands in the presence of Jesus, beholding and experiencing Jesus with unveiled eyes and seeing all the wonderful things that we only get to talk about on this podcast as we list them. So I'm thankful for his life and example. Well, we are a dozen episodes in, so so now that you know, you can just check the website, beholding.ca, to get information on the podcast, ways you can interact and get involved with the podcast and the content, find us on social media, and all the other ways that you can get in touch, beholding.ca, and the link is in the show notes. Go find it there. Now that that is all out of the way, let's get out your list, and let's get on with our passage. So last week, our passage was Revelation 2, 8 to 11. We once again heard about his omnipotence being the first and the last, but also that he sees and he acknowledges the suffering, tribulation, the slander, and the poverty of his beloved ones. We left off with a little bit of a cliffhanger of how the Lord will respond and reward us for said trials. So here we go on with Revelation 2, 10, but because of last week's cliffhanger, I'm actually going to start off with verse 9. I know your tribulation and your poverty. But you are rich, and the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. So now we're going to get on with her list. Number one, he does not want his people to fear tribulation. And sometimes he'll even tell us that we're about to undergo tribulation. Number two, he speaks words of comfort. And this leads us into number three. He has a solution to tribulation and suffering. It's not always a solution we want, but he has his solution. Number four, he will allow his people to suffer. Now, we've heard this a few times in Revelation already. Number five, he allows Satan to persecute his people, specifically allowing believers to be put in prison. Number six, 
He tests his people, and he allows persecution for testing. Number seven, he can give insight into future suffering. Number eight, he calls us to faithfulness even unto death. Number nine, he does allow his people to be persecuted to the point of death. Number 10, he rewards us. Specifically, he has a crown of life he wants to give us. Number 11, he wants us not to be ignorant to what the Spirit is saying. He says, he who has an ear, let them hear. Number 12, this means the Spirit is speaking and he has messages for the churches. And lastly, number 13, if we conquer or endure, we will not be hurt by the second death. Now, some won't find comfort in these verses, and some will find a lot of comfort. But we want to see the Lord's heart right in the middle of it. So, we turn it into prayer and declarations, because it's all about the Lord's heart and who He is and what He says He's like. So, now we're going to pray and declare them like we do every week. So, here we go. You tell us, do not fear. Jesus, you speak words of comfort. You have a solution to our tribulation, to our trials and our suffering. You do allow your people to suffer for your name's sake. You allow Satan to persecute your people. You allow your people to be thrown into prison for your name's sake. You test your people. You allow persecution for testing refining, and you give us insight into future suffering. God, you call us to faithfulness, even to death. Such was the portion of many throughout history. You reward us for our persecution and for suffering. You have eternal rewards in heaven. Even a crown that you will place upon our heads as a reward for those that have endured, for those that have overcome. God, you don't want us to be ignorant to what your spirit is speaking to your church. You want us to hear and to know, to know your heart, which means you are speaking. You have things to say regarding your beloved church, your beloved bride. And if we endure, death will not even touch us. That second death will not touch us. We 
have eternal life beyond this side of eternity, beyond this suffering. It's only for a moment. So, God, we see the church. You see the church. You see its sufferings. God, you saw the church laid out here in Revelation, how your church suffered. But you have an answer to suffering and tribulation. So, Jesus, thank you. God, thank you that you speak words of comfort even now to the persecuted church. God, even though there's pain and tribulation and suffering, persecution, we count it all as loss. God, for the sake of knowing you, to knowing your heart, to knowing that you love us, how you really feel towards us, and how we get to enjoy your feelings towards us throughout eternity. So God, we gladly lay down our lives for your sake. We gladly go through testing and trials because they will come, pressure will increase and you will see it all and you know it's coming. But God, you see beyond this life through eternity and you have rewards on the other end of it. God, thank you. Thank you. And you give us insight. You tell us there's going to be suffering. Thank you that you see it, God that you see fit to even test us because you long to bring us into eternity, into the fullness and refine us through fire. Thank you that you're speaking to your church even now. So God, I ask that you will open up our ears. Let us hear what you are speaking to your church. Jesus, we love you. We stand with you and we give our lives for you, Jesus. We thank you for all that you are and that you love your church. Now, some of these things are probably hard to hear. They're even going to cause offense in some of us. How do they make you feel? Are the questions that arise when you, when you read these things out loud, have you experienced him in any of these ways in your own life that you know these things to be true? Take the time Talk to the Lord, dialogue with him about it, get to know his heart. And if you want to share what you got, I'd love to hear about it as well. Beholding God's yay. Thanks for joining me on this journey. We'll talk to you again next week. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him.